Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. All right, welcome everyone once again to the House of David. Um, we are here to do Bible study uh, on the cost of the Lord and prophecy fulfilled. Now, normally we all do the study together, but um, we had a void in our schedule where I went ahead and did this one to bring you guys uh, hopefully something um, that you can take away uh, this week, okay? And uh, we'll be coming out of a few uh, books. Uh, Old and New Testament So uh, Let's go ahead and Bow our heads and clear our minds And our hearts so we can pray And give God's thanks Dear Heavenly Father God We come to you in prayer In the name of Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior We thank you for this blessed day Dear God We thank you for honoring dear Lord God Our request as we pray to you Each and every day of our lives Lord God We ask in the name of Jesus right now Lord God as we come before you do, Lord God, in your word, that you open up our hearts and our minds, Lord God, to receive your revelation, understanding, and wisdom of your word, Lord God. We ask that the Holy Spirit rain down, Lord God, peace upon our souls, Lord God, and may this word be nourishment upon our bodies in the name of Jesus. And we just ask right now, Lord God, that we come to you on one accord with love, truth, honesty, and and just Thanks, thankfulness and, and glorify you for all that you do for us. In Jesus' name we pray and thank you for this mighty word. Amen. All right. Well, I want everyone, if you could, go to, uh, go to Matthew chapter 26. Matthew chapter 26. Matthew 26, 26? Uh, no, Matthew 26, uh, 15. Now, here's the question. If the Lord gave his life for us, what do you think it would cost? How much would you pay for that mercy and that grace? Is that a sincere question? That is a sincere question. How much would you pay for grace and mercy? When the Lord, in your salvation, when Christ died upon the cross for your sins, how much would you pay? I guess with your life. That's the answer. 
You can't put a price on it. Right? But get this. Our Lord and Savior went to the cross for us for 30 shekels. Mm. 30 shekels. And it says here, the bargain that, that, that Judas made, it says in verse 14, Then one of the twelve called Judas Iscariot went unto the chief priests and said unto them, What will you give me? And I will deliver him unto you. And get this, and they con- conven- convened with themselves for 30 pieces of silver. 30 pieces, right? Yep. It's like, 30 wow, 30 pieces of silver. Yep. It's, it's very important to understand what that means. I said prophecy means a whole lot, of, lot here. Now, I want everyone, that one piece of verse there, if you could, turn to Zechariah, chapter 11. Zechariah, Z. Zechariah, it's, it's, it's like one of the last books in the uh, Old Testament, right before you, you get out of Zechariah, 11. 11. Now, this is when, when God's breaking the two staffs, Okay. Now, he said here, he says, in, in verse 10, And I took my staff, even beauty, and because each staff had a name, and cut it asunder that I might break my covenant, which I had made with all the people. So he's breaking the old covenant, right? He says, And it was broken in that day, and so the poor of the flock that waited upon me knew that it was the word of the Lord and I said unto them if ye think good give me my price and guess what they happened and if not forbear so they wait for my price 30 pieces of silver wow. no, but hold on it gets deeper because look at this and it says in verse 13 and the Lord said unto me, cast it, meaning 30 pieces, unto the potter, and a goodly price that I was prized at of them. And I took the 30 pieces of silver and cast them to the potter in the house of the Lord. Mm. Oh, tight. God's not done with you yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because <laughs> this this is deep, people. I mean, you got to understand what prophecy is. That's why I say, he you know, was prophesying, wasn't he? Prophesying, prophesying real deep here. He was prophesying down to the penny. Down to the penny. Now, 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 check this out. In in Matthew chapter twenty seven. Matthew twenty seven. Now, Judas has his thirty pieces of silver. Now, right? This is the this is the price of the Lord. Same thing was said in, in Zechariah. The price of the Lord was 30 pieces of silver. Judas has his silver in his hand in, in chapter 27, verse 3. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he had betrayed him, when he saw that he was condemned 
repented himself and brought again the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And they said, what is it to us? See thou to that. I mean, so what? That's your, that's your business. You, you don't want to sell them out. That's not our concern. Right? In verse 5, and he, what did he do? The 30 pieces of silver, he cast up down the pieces of silver in the temple, the house of God. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> exactly what it said in Zechariah. Yeah. And departed and went and hanged himself. Well, hold on. Check this out. Remember the potter's house. And the chief priest took the silver pieces and said, It is not lawful for us to put this into the treasury, because it is the price of blood. And they took counsel and bought with them the potter's field. Wow. (laughs) To bury strangers in. And that's when verse 9 says, Then was fulfilled that which was Spoken, meaning prophesied by Jeremiah, even said this. The prophet saying, and they took the 30 pieces of silver, the price of him that was valued, whom they, whom they of the low of the children of Israel did value. 30 pieces of silver. See how prophecy works? Yeah. The cost, the cost of our salvation was 30 Pieces of silver. Mm-hmm. You know how long it took back then? It, uh, I was reading up on the history, and it took them about two and a half to three years to of work to accumulate thirty pieces of silver. What? Wow. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Two and a half to three years. How long was Christ's ministry? Mm-hmm. About three years. Mm-hmm. Say that again. Christ's ministry lasted about three years. Wow. <laughs> Ain't that something? Yeah. You can't call this a coincidence. All those naysayers out there who don't believe in God, yeah. who thinking he's not real, yeah. I like to see somebody write a book like this and, and watch every word from one end of the spectrum come true on the other end to the exact T. And you're literally yeah. talking about the span of thousands of years. It wasn't like somebody prophesied this last year. <laughs> You know what I mean? You know, because even in our life, you know, we may say, okay, this person prophesied this in my life a year ago or even five, ten years ago. This is literally thousands of years later. (laughs) (laughs) Generations, these people are like long gone. These people are like long since dead. and, And here we go, you know. And how can you get all these people to play the part, you know what I mean, of this prophecy coming to pass, God is real? Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 Anybody, go ahead. Say your comments. 
you know, I don't know if you can say anything to that. That's just kind of like a drop the mic moment, ain't it? Go ahead. Wow. That's so profound. Yes, it is. Very profound, but that's how God works. And this is why, Sister Nadine, this is why I pushed the Old Testament. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. how important it is. You see how important that Old Testament is now because it is very important to understand the Old Testament in order for you to get a full understanding of the New Testament. I'm, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Yeah. And definitely the reasons why, because God said that he would fulfill his word. And that and that it would come to pass. So we can even take that into reference because revelation mm-hmm. hasn't come to pass yet. Right. Yes. Yeah. So now you can take in part to say that okay, the Lord did he he came down and he fulfilled, you know, like they said he fulfilled the law. He fulfilled what would be prophesied about him. Mm-hmm. But there is still more to come. So that we can definitely believe and we can count on it. You can bet your bottom dollar it will come to pass just in the way that he said it would. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Down to the penny. Down to the exact penny. Absolutely. And, and, and it's, it's a wonder. And I, and, I, and I got one more brainstorm for you, so we, and then we can get into the question and answers, guys. Uh, Matthew chapter 27 again, verse 55. Matthew 27, I'll start reading in verse 55. And it says, okay. And many women were there beholding afar off, which followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering unto him. Okay, and Excuse me, I'm right here. Give me that, dear. Sorry, I got your water, guys. Among which was Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, and mother of Zebedee's children. Verse 57. When the evening was come, there came, now this is Christ is dead. Pilate, Pontius Pilate, has the body of Christ. He's dead. When the evening had come, there came a rich man of Aramaea named Joseph. (laughs) Who also himself was Jesus' disciple. He went to Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be delivered. And when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewn out in the rock. And he wrote a great stone to the door of the sepulchre and departed. Why is that important, you ask, right? Yes. Let me find my scripture. I got a flip back. I got like got five, like three, four books here, guys. I'm working with. <laughs> All right. Uh, leave me. Isaiah. Fifty-three. Fifty-three. Yeah, but the other Mary too. Okay. All right. And. Oh. One second. Yeah, here it is. 
Isaiah 53, verse 9. I'll read verse 8 as well. He says, Because of oppression and judgment, he was taken away. As for his generation, who considered, for he was cut off from the land of the living for the transgressions of my people. Mm. The stroke was theirs. Now get this in verse 9. We just read this. His grave was given with the wicked, and by a rich man in his death, that though he had done no violence, nor was there any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased Adonai to bruise him, he caused him to suffer. So you see, the rich man yeah. offered up the tomb. Mm-hmm. Prophecy coming true again. Yeah. So we don't went to Isaiah. We don't went to Ezekiel. We talked about Jeremiah. Now, all these guys were at least four or five hundred years before Christ was born. Wow. Wow. Old Testament is rich in knowledge and understanding. You read the New Testament, and if you've got any any questions about it, read, read the Old Testament. It'll clear some things up. And if you got questions about the Old Testament, read the New Testament. It'll clear some things up. Because you, 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 you tend to read stories and you don't know why is this being said. Mm-hmm. God doesn't waste words. No. Remember what his proverb said, you know, a man who opens his mouth loses his life. In other words, he doesn't believe in idle words. Mm-hmm. He believes in speaking something that's going to happen in action. Not just gossiping, not just sit up there talking about one another. God believes in His Word becoming something, maturing, mm-hmm. <clears throat> evolving. Mm-hmm. You don't just put words on the page for nothing. You don't. He, don't, he doesn't do that. That's not God. That's not God. And I give you guys some other scriptures you can write down that you can check out. You know, and it talks about, you know, Peter's denial uh, in John chapter 21, uh, in First Peter chapter 1. This is important. <clears throat> Excuse me. Concerning Judas and Jesus and the 30 pieces of silver, you can also relate to Joseph being sold for 20 pieces of silver in Genesis 37, Exodus 21. Also refers to it, and again we already read Zechariah chapter eleven. Exodus what? Uh, Exodus twenty-one, verse thirty-two. And the question is, I have got a few questions down that I was trying to. I was doing a study last night. My wife was trying to get me to go to bed. I was trying to finish finish, finish up my notes. <laughs> right? So, Jesus goes to the Garden of Gethsemane. Yes. Right? I'm closing my Bible right now. 
because I got too much going on here. Um, we just talking right now, people. We we we, okay. we get some chit chatting here, all right? Okay. Jesus go to the Garden of Gethsemane after he had the Last Supper. Yeah. Right. Right. He goes out to pray. Here's the question. What meal were they having? The Last Supper, right? He called it the Last Supper because it was his last supper. (laughs) 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 But what was the meal for? Go ahead, Tina. I remember that. We didn't hear that. Speak up. No, I was thinking that it was to remember Christ and that the it was the, no, the, the, meal, the meal was and, uh, Passover. It was, uh, it was Passover. Passover is when, what they were actually celebrating. It was Passover. Now, do you remember the rules of Passover? Yeah, in Genesis. In Exodus there, right? Yes. And it says what? If you're not under the covering where the blood was put, uh, put on the post of the, of the, of the doorway... If you okay. left that covering, it said that the firstborn would die if you're not under that covering. And that's why God told them not to leave their houses. If you left the house, you're no longer covered. Yeah. What did and that's Christ what Jesus did. He left, he left the, house. the house, and he wasn't under the covering of the Passover meal. And he is the firstborn of God, right? And he is the firstborn of God. Oh, yes. Wow. So he had to die. So he had to die. So I had to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the parallel. Yeah. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been just a fortnight over here. <laughs> Verizon Wireless. Mm-hmm. And he's the you know the blood offering. 
right? <laughs> so they, they they go to Christ and they they like, oh, he might be dead. So that's when they pierced him in the side. They didn't break any bones because when God gave the ordinance for the Passover, he said the lamb that you use, mm-hmm. you are not to break any bones. Right. It must be perfect. Perfect sacrifice. They couldn't break any of their bones. Yeah, so you right. could not break the lamb's bone. Right. That's why, his, that's why Christ's bones weren't broken. So when it came to him to break his bones, they didn't. They, people don't even realize the stuff that they do, they fulfill prophecy thousands of years before. They don't even know it. I don't even realize Just it. like these, these, um, these, uh, these Pharisees who took the, 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 the 30 pieces of, uh, of silver from, from Judas, when he threw it back to them, they don't, they don't even realize when he threw it back, that paid the price for each and every one of us to say that the, the debt is paid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The veil is torn. And, I, and I'll give you guys more scripture on that when it talks about the law. The law was there. Again, if you look on the uh, the tabernacle, and this is why I told you guys to study that pamphlet that I gave you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you look at the tabernacle, the curtains that go into the holies of holies has an archangel on it mm-hmm. protecting the way to God, just like in Eden. Remember when he got kicked out of Eden? He put an yeah. angel there so no one could go back. The only reason why he put it there is because of the law. Something was going to hinder you from going back. And it wasn't technically the law. It was us. It was the sin. Anything pure could pass. But if you were impure, you could not pass. In Zechariah, when he, when he went to go into the Holy of Holies, they had to tie a rope around his ankle because they consecrated themselves for a whole year before they go into the Holy of Holies, try to make themselves as pure as they can. But if you something that ain't right about you and you go into the Holy of Holies, and it has happened, Aaron's two sons went into the Holy of Holies incorrect, and they died right there. So anytime someone went into the Holy of Holies, high priest or whoever, they tied a rope around their ankle just in case this person dropped dead, they did, they yanked them out by the rope because they knew he couldn't go in either. And that's the whole point of that veil being there, representing that angel that was blocking Eden. But again, we get back to the veil through Christ because you notice when he died, it, and if you read the scriptures, it says that the veil was torn in the temple. The veil itself just ripped in two in the Holy of Holies. Yeah. Meaning that now the access to God is open once more. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we don't need to find Eden. We just need to make sure we get there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Continue walking the path. Mm-hmm. Understanding what history has done to us in the past so that we don't repeat it. Right. Like yeah. these Pharisees did. They took those silver coins and did what? Went to a potter, just as prophecy said, and paid for a lot, just like he said he would. And that's why it's so important to even understand the terminology of selling your soul. Because you were bought with a price already. Now you need to understand that you can sell your own self out. You know, if you don't. 
become <clears throat> a student of the word, if you don't become a lover of Christ, if you don't become a true believer and walking, like the Bible says, in the oracles of Christ, mm-hmm. you have to know that if you don't, if we choose, if we don't choose Christ, that we're literally selling ourselves out. We're literally selling our soul, you know, in in a, in a way because we're not um, choosing God. Mm-hmm. And you're selling it dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. You know, there's a there's an old rock and roll song that says that mm-hmm. dirty deeds and they done dirt cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, that's what we do to ourselves when we when we fall out of line, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, out of, outside of the will of God. Mm-hmm. He he opened the door for us. Mm-hmm. That was closed once before. Mm-hmm. And this is what I say. A lot of people, we as a Christian body, as a whole, we need to stop just coming to the altar. Mm-hmm. We need to go to the Holy of Holies. Okay, we need to go into the, the hall of the holies where the showbread was and, and the incense and everything else was. Okay, but that's the manna that was fed to the children of Israel in the desert. That angel food, that word, that bread of life, mm-hmm. the word of God mm-hmm. is what we need to be fed into the holies. Mm-hmm. And once you eat the scroll, as it's you know the scripture says, then your eyes are open. The mm-hmm. spirit can now receive. Mm-hmm. And then you can go into the Holy of Holies because now you become pure. Mm-hmm. I remember um, um, that the Lord had me to uh, prophesy to uh, Sister Nadine to say that the Lord is going to take you into a deeper place, a higher place than your dreams. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In order for us to get or to break through to a deeper level in God, we have to give up our own understanding in order to receive that. If, you know, because it's been said so many different times, because my husband says it all the time, is, is that, you know, if a cup is filled up, it cannot be, you know, you can't put anything else in it because it's all the way full, Right. You have yeah. to empty the cup out in order for it to be filled up again with something new. It's just like the scripture that says an old wine skin, you know, a new, a new, wine. new wine can't go into an old, old wine skin, okay? So, yeah. therefore, everything has to become new. And in God, levels in God, as we, as we begin to learn and we, um, we, we are filled up with that revelation, we have to become just like a child again. <laughs> just like a child again. The curiosity of a child, the uh, openness and the willingness to learn like a child because you know how children absorb everything, right? Yes. And, yes. and they're so willing that, okay, what did you say, Mommy? What did you say, Daddy? Oh, okay, you, because you said it, I believe it, Right. So in that same way, we have to come to God to say, okay, Daddy, because you said it, I believe it. You see what I'm saying? I'm not, I want you, I mean, because he'll show you the intricacies of of different levels in him that other people have never even heard of before. 
But the only way to get to that is if we are the empty vessel to say to God that, Lord, because you said it, I'm going to believe it, and I'm not going to take what I've already learned into the holy of holies. I can't do that. Because now I'm taking old manna and I'm bringing it, like he has said, and I'm taking some old bread and I'm walking into the hole. It's, it's, it's fresh bread in there. Yeah. It's just, the show bread is already in there. Yeah. All we got to do is show up. I can't take all of what I used to know in there and say, God, I want you to show me some more. He's like, no, I got some new wine. I have some new oil. I have some new bread here that I need to show you. <laughs> The, the 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 thing is, and I've done the study now. Ex ex guys, about a year now to do the, the, to look up um wine skins. I, I still ain't getting nobody doing yet. Well, I'll <laughs> but, do it. But my point is, I remember you saying that. Yeah, they didn't remember me saying it.
that you can truly not just believing a story because, you know, we can sit here and say Mary had a little lamb as piece as white as snow, you know, everywhere Mary, Mary went, the lamb was short to go. So we can kind of like literally take that story and visualize Mary with a little lamb, you know, and we can probably even believe that there was an actual Mary with a little lamb, that this person wrote this book this time, long time ago and they wrote about a little lamb, right? But then we kind of feel like, okay, well, how does that directly affect me? It's the same thing in the written word. We can't just look at it as, okay, Jesus was alive, and yes, I can believe that, that people wrote stories about him so long ago. We have to believe the manifestation of right now. Your faith has to be activated in right now through his word. And to know that and when you see that, that even in revelations that it hasn't even happened yet, but we can literally turn on our televisions and we can see the things that are happening and open up this book and literally see that God, you know, these things are happening right now. That in that same faith and understanding of that, you know that God can do what he said he would do for you in your own life. You've got to believe him just like that to say that it is not only possible, it shall happen. It shall happen. And I'm only waiting for the manifestation of it. The Lord had me to speak into um, Conrad's life. It's so funny, all these things keep coming back on Sunday. And the Lord has said for his business, and I hope he's still doing it because I'm going to keep checking you, brother. (laughs) Okay. For this business in his life, for him to keep speaking it every day. My business. What am I going to do with my business today? My business, my business, my business. If you can believe the newspaper when it says it's going to rain tomorrow. That's true. Why can't you believe that your business will be there tomorrow? Right. You have to act as if it is done. Yes, and your kidney. Oh, it's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. Yeah. I'm believing that soon for a car, and I, I tell baby this evening that I actually taste the car. Yes. <laughs> you have to speak it into existence. Yeah. You have to speak it into existence. You Amen. have the authority. Oh, my God. You are the righteousness of God, and yes, he gave God. you the authority to ask for whatever it is that you need. And it will be provided. So believe him for it. And not even only that, though, too. Like we had said, okay, the boldness of these prophets in the in, in the in right. the Old Testament, right. the boldness of not even only speaking the thing but writing it down, having the audacity. Yeah. Or being, being, <laughs> being, being locked up, being locked up, called crazy. Yeah, locked up and crazy. Because they, 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 they thought all of them was crazy. Right. You know, and, and or and, and the, one, the one king, I forgot, the, forgot his name, but he, 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 he told, uh, who was it? 
Jeremiah. Jeremiah, every time I see you, you come in with bad news. Right. Like, yeah, and then he threw him in there. He threw him up in that threw him in the, yeah, in the chicken prison. coop or yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Was. Yeah, yeah, for him, he threw him in there. Yeah, but it, it, it's just like, you know, and even that too, and I'll even say that to y'all. Write it down. Have the audacity just to write it down. Put it on Facebook. The Lord is going to give me the car. Put it on a video. <laughs> you know, Facebook live it. Don't, 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 don't put it on Facebook. Don't put it on Facebook because some people start to speak against your blessing. Boy, that's true, too. That is that's true. true. That is true. Yeah. So, yeah, don't even do that. The first car I bought when I was in England, and I did have it difficult in England as well. And I just got up one day and I said, I'm going to walk into one of these car marts and just go in and speak to one of these salesmen. And I went in and I said, God, I want that car. And I just went in, don't have any money. And I just went into the car mart and begin to talk and handle my pocketbook like I have a lot of money. And when they ask the question, I ask them like I have the money. And there goes my car. I get uh, 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 um, 2002, 2002. It was a two-year-old 2002 tire store yard. And I, I, I came out with that car. I couldn't even position myself in the car. And when they said, you have to come and test drive the car, I said, no, I'm too anxious now. Just let my daughter drive the car. <laughs> <laughs> so I allowed Kim to, that's Alexia, mom, to drive the car because the, the, the car just come. I just went in with the mind to get the car, and I got the car. Amen. I got the car. So, you know, I, I keep saying, God, I, I sent this car again. When I got the car, people were surprised that they were saying, you will get that car, you know. I said, yes. <laughs> yeah, and with that Amen. same faith, I mean, right. you know, we, we overcome by the word of our, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. So we, you know, your own testimony is is your is your salvation, you know, mm-hmm. in in that in that thing, in that faith, and in that belief, you know, it's it's just it's just that it's it's just that hard and just that simple, all mm-hmm. in one, because it's yeah. it's changing your mind. It's literally yeah. changing your mind to literally believe something, you know. What's so funny? The other day I was saying this as well that uh, we are not serving God for stuff. You know, yeah. we, we love God, and that's the whole purpose of of serving God. We're not serving God. You know, like people would say, I know I hear people say, oh, I'm going to church because I will find a wife or I will find a husband. Right. Or God will give me a house or I will get a car. I said, God, I'm not serving you for stuff. But you gave me stuff. You, you, you give me the authority to have. Mm-hmm. and to accept and to receive because it's already in the making. You said it. Mm-hmm. So it's not that, you know, the word of God says, seek ye first, the kingdom. And mm-hmm. that's oh, what I'm sure. doing. I'm practicing mm-hmm. and living in the kingdom on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And the word, that's what the word of God said. And all things, everything that you desire, you know, will come. So, mm-hmm. you know, the other day I said, God, the word is truth, you know. And you know it, God. You know, we have to explain ourselves to people and say, this is not what, what I mean. God knows even before you think it what you mean. So, God, I said, I, I'm not serving you for stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you are my father. And, right. you know, you know what I want and what I need. And, you know, so. And once you start, like, because, you know, we have said, you know, the Lord had me to say that, you know, 
um, before. Once you start to do the things that God wants you to do, when you are in his perfect will and his perfect aligned will for your life, everything else will just start falling in. You literally don't even have to even concern yourself about it. You don't even have to, you know, half time, you know, even ask for it because God knows, you know, what you want and what you desire. I have to know that when, when I first met my husband, you know, he was not working. He was only on disability. Um, you know, I had my job and couldn't stand it. <laughs> so, uh, I had just got this job because I had came from being, you know, homeless and all kind of crazy stuff going on in my life. But I did not see today in my life. I did not see it. I can't, I can't even paint this picture, and I can remember myself being homeless in my car, looking at, looking at people, driving down, dri- driving down the street, and I was looking and seeing how these families were all together, and it was Christmas time, and how they would sit around the tables and stuff, and everybody was, like, you know, just together and just having that love. And I, and I remember sitting in my car crying, you know, and asking God, when is my turn? Well, you know, what, when is it going to happen for me? I could not see today. I have this big, beautiful home. I have, you know, a husband that loves me, children. I didn't have nothing then. But God, through his grace and his mercy, he did this for me. I didn't do none of this. I didn't do none of this, but God did it. And and it was just by me, like that says, seeking him out because I was at a point in my life where, like, Lord, I don't want to just know you like everybody else want to uh, know you. I want to have an experience with you. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I want the fullness of who you are. I want to know you. You are my personal Jesus, my Jesus, you know. And I... And, and I just, and I actually prayed that the other uh, other day, you know, because the Lord had me to pray that for the body of Christ, knowing the, the, the Lord in, the, in that way, my personal Jesus. You know, uh, you know, it, it's just that deep. And um, I just have to say that, you know, revel, for, for me in my life, if I had a choice, I would be like Solomon. If I had a choice to be in my life to say, Lord, what is it that you desire? My desire is revelation. Because the revelation of God and the revelation of who he is and his word, there's nothing that tastes sweeter. There's nothing that's so much more mind-blowing. There's not something that, that, I mean, it's like food. It's like water. Like he has said, I am the the, the rivers of living water. He ain't lied. You you know what I mean? It's like the the things that, that, that the revelation does for you. You know, the way that you grow, the way that you your mind expands, the way that you believe, the way that you see things. All of that is wrapped up in revelation. Just like Solomon said, everything else is vanity. Yep. All is vanity. Everything else is vanity. It's deep. Amen. You, you got to realize, when it comes to prophecy, if someone told you to read a book that was a thousand pages thick, you'd be like, I don't want to read that book. Right? But God come to you, he says, 
Here's the synopsis. Here's the ending. This uh, ends. This is why it happened the way it happened. Gives you a quick rundown, you know. And we don't take heed. We sit there and we waste our time for the next month reading through a thousand pages. God already gave you the prophecy. Told you how it was going to end. Why God? He's the author. He wrote it. He wrote it. He already gave us the end before we got the end, before we got Ezekiel, before we got Revelations. There were prophets in here telling us what is to come. Mm-hmm. There was a, and I'm, I, I don't, I don't know which book is in. There was a, a and I believe it was in. Uh, it might have been Daniel, but I think it was, I think it was actually uh, Hezekiah or somewhere up in there. It speaks of how long they were going to be in captivity, how many times that they were going to be taken over, and how long they were going to last. And, like, oh, you're going to you're going to mess up. You're going to be captive for forty years. You're going to come out. You're going to mess up again. You're going to be a captive for forty years. Literally lays it down. You be like, well, wait a minute. So if if I already know it, so all I got to do is don't mess up, and I can change it. But we don't. We follow through. We follow through with it. Because mm-hmm. God knows us. Yeah, God knows us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cheap. Mm-hmm. Yep. I hope you guys got something out of this the lesson tonight. Uh took something away from it. Because, um, I, I, like I said, I, I, I feel that it, the, the Old Testament is very important. And as you read, it's not that you say the Old Testament still lingers over us. No, you see, I saw him, he said he had two staffs, and he broke both those staffs, meaning he broke the Old Covenant because he was going to start a new covenant with us mm-hmm. through Christ. Mm-hmm. That's why those two staffs were broken. But we need to understand why the new covenant had to come. Mm-hmm. Because we were doing all kind of wrongs. Mm-hmm. And the more we messed up, the more, the, the longer it took for us to even get right and to come back to God. And he, just, he ripped the veil so that angel is no longer standing before Eden saying who can and can't come in. He's saying just to earn your way back. Mm-hmm. On your way back, here's the gate. You can see the finish line. All you got to do is don't default or step on the line or cheat. And you'll get in. That's all you got to do. Straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. Follow the yellow brick road. <laughs> okay. And then when they told Dorothy, don't come off the path, right? Right? Don't go off the path. Don't go off the path. That's right. Oh, my God. All the way home. That's right. The path is narrow, and few find it. So let it, let that marinate on you guys. Oh, yeah. Amen. <laughs> So I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, for those who are on the phone, do you guys got any questions, any uh, comments you need to add? No, I'm okay. How are you doing, guys? There's many. 
Hey, Minnie. Hey, Minnie. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed it, Minnie. Have to hear from you again. I did. You guys were speaking into my life. Oh, wait. <laughs> All right, man. I, I, dropped, I dropped the mic like five times.
Okay. Uh, I'm asking for God to open up doors, you guys, to come in agreement. Um, for me to make um, a little extra money on the side, so a little side hustle is what I call it. <laughs> so <laughs> you guys can come in agreement with that. <laughs> okay. Amen. Amen. Yes, indeed. Anyone else? Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mighty and on time and upright, God. Hallelujah. We lift your name on high, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for this evening, Lord Father, and how you have continued to bless us, Lord Father. Bless us, Lord God, beyond measure, Lord God, with the revelation of your word, Lord God. We pray, Lord Father, that in each and every one of us, break the yoke of bondage over our minds, Lord Father. Cause us all, Lord Father, even myself and my husband, Lord God, to be open to receive higher heights and deeper depths in you, Lord God. We pray, Lord Father, for the unadulterated revelation, Lord Father, that you have for each and every one of us, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that our minds, Lord God, be able to receive it, Lord God. That, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we come to you as children, Lord Father. Lord God, an intimate relationship, Lord God, the one-on-one, the fire from on high, Lord God, do we ask for, Lord Father. Rain down upon us, Lord God. We pray, Lord Father, touch us, Lord God, with vision, with dream, Lord God, and revelation, Lord Father. We pray, Lord God, for your prophetic word, Lord God, to be multiplied throughout your prophets. We pray, Lord God, for the bread of the word and the seed of the word to be in your evangelists, your preachers, and your teachers, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, for those who have in a counseling spirit, Lord Father, that you would put, Lord God, a gift of love, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus. And those, Lord God, who are witnessing to people out in the world, Lord Father, Lord God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would put compassion and a listening ear in Jesus' name. We pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus for a special prayer. Lord God, for myself and Sister Nadine, we pray for healing, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you would put us, Lord God, in full alignment with the Spirit of the Lord. We pray, Lord God, that no disease, no virus, no viral infection, no bloating of, uh, of the body, Lord Father, Lord God, would come upon us in the name of Jesus. But we pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, for you are our cure. Lord Father, the world says that there is no cure for the common cold, that there's no cure for the flu, Lord Father. But you are our cure, Lord God. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. Life in us, Lord God, and upon our foreheads, healing, Lord God. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, show us what to eat. Show us what to consume. Show us how to prepare ourselves for healing, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We pray for rest. Lord Father, at night, Lord Father, we pray, Lord God, that the rest that we even receive on this evening, Lord God, will build us up for tomorrow, Lord God. We pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus for uh, Chris, Lord Father, in the name of Mackenzie, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus. 
We pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus over his mind. We pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus for deliverance of belief, Lord God, in you and deliverance, Lord God, from the past, deliverance from self, deliverance, Lord God, from the words of others. We pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that his mind would be fixed on the word of God that is sown into his soul. That, Lord God, he would not believe a lie in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord God, for an increase in his life, Lord God, of fellowship, Lord God, and friendship, and those, Lord God, that would build him up. We pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus for family and for mending, Lord God, family. We pray, Lord God, for restoration, Lord God, of broken relationships within the family, Lord Father. We pray, Lord God, that you would sew it together, Lord God, as your great tapestry. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus for love to prevail in all of our families. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus that you would even touch many, Lord God. We pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would bless her finances, Lord Father. We pray, Lord Father, that you would give her witty inventions, Lord Fathers, ways, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus to be able to provide for her children. We pray, Lord God, that you would also cause her to be a good steward over what she has. Show her, Lord God, how to trim the fat, Lord Father. Show her, Lord God, the areas, Lord God, that she needs to cut off and conserve. I pray, Lord Father, that you will show her, Lord God, how to save. Lord God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will put the appetite in her mouth, Lord Father, to save. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord Father, I, will, I pray, Lord Father, over her life, Lord Father, and I rebuke the enemy and the devourer that would want to take from her. But I pray, Lord Father, for restoration, Lord God, in her finances. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus for this, this next position, and I still speak it over her life for this new supervisor position. For, Lord, sometimes you don't want us to have two jobs, but just a better one. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus for open doors. I pray, Lord God, for each and every new member on the, on the, uh, the line tonight. I pray, Lord God, that you would begin to enter into their hearts right now and let them feel you. Let them feel you, Lord God, from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. Lord God, we fill them up with the spirit of the Lord and the word of God. The Lord Father, they are changed, and they are no longer the same. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, that they would have an appetite for your word, to seek your word for themselves, Lord Father, and all of these things that they shall be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Well, thank you, guys, for coming out. Amen. Uh, and uh, I, I don't have the schedule in front of me, but I'll text it out as soon as I, I look it up to tell you guys what's going on next week uh, for what the study is. Make sure you study. Because, <laughs> uh, again, we always, always say this is a buffet. We all bring something to the table like a potluck. Uh, yeah. So 
It's important that you do your part to help the brother and the sister uh, standing next to you. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. And give us a little bit of your bread as you get your bread. <laughs> Share a little bit of bread. Come on now. Yeah. Pass the bread. I'm just talking about get a piece of your bread. I I don't I wouldn't mind if you if I could you to um if you don't mind, give a piece of your bread uh um uh Camden to for your testimony. Camden? Then when we go out Saturday. I mean Sunday. Oh, okay, sure. If you could share your testimony. Uh, am I limited to five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're, you're limited to five minutes. Yes. Your position is praying. Uh, a short test. You don't have to pray. You're telling me just because you're not even waiting, so don't get too loud. That would be good, you know, yeah. to be able to uplift somebody there yeah. and let them know that, you know, they're not forgotten and whatever they go through, you know, they can come through. Amen. Amen. Yeah, definitely. Yes, indeed. Definitely. I'll drop the mic. Keep her in the face. Keep her in the face. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you. Good night. Love you guys on the phone. We we won't hold you. Good night. Good night. Good night.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.